by the glowing orb of Trump. It is time for another Loftus party. I, I, I love that thing. I love the glowing orb of Trump. Here's the deal. We got bad news, though. We got bad news. We got a, We got a liberty gypsy who's been hit with some kind of curse. There's yes. some kind of inter uh, gypsy fighting going on. And you have got a head cold. I have a head cold. Yes, I do. I apologize if I sound like B. Arthur or something like that. But yes, I, I have the head cold, the lovely summer cold, which is the worst cold you can get. Okay. So we started the show off by uh, by the by the glowing orb of Trump. That's a thing that I want to make happen. I don't know who did it on Twitter. I saw somebody try to – I think somebody started a hashtag, uh, the glowing orb of Trump. But did you ever see um, – Oh my gosh, the Tim Allen Outer Space movie. It's ringing a bell, but it's not like Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. And uh and uh this guy would say by Rathgar's hammer and he hated saying it. Alan Rickman was in it. He was hilarious. So I want to like when something crazy happens, instead of saying Great Caesar's ghost or by Odin's beard, you say by the glowing orb of Trump. <laughs> oh my god. When they walked in, I was watching that thing live on the news the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it live. So they, they walk into this giant – it looks like a supervillain lair in Saudi Arabia, right? Trump and the uh, the old guy, the, the, the king of the Sauds or whatever. And um, it, it, it looks like something out of a, an old James Bond movie or, or like an Austin Powers movie. And then they put their hands on the globe to, to activate it. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I missed that part. Though I did see the speech. Uh, yeah? That what, he gave I, yesterday morning. You loved morning. the speech. You loved it. Oh, no. I said he did a very good job, which is high praise coming from me. <laughs> like like a very good job, like sticking to the prompter or uh... – No, no. What I actually thought he did a very good job with was saying what he meant and clearly articulating a policy of – what goes on over here with extremism is a problem. Your people are hurt far more than any other people in the world. <laughs> Your children deserve to grow up safe and deserve the chance to be prosperous. You need to take the lead and we'll support you. Well, I, that's how I it always goes that. down. That's how it always goes down. Some people were mad at him for like, he didn't say radical Islam. He didn't say radical Islam. However, I guess he de- did say uh, – Islamists or what? Whatever. No, he said Islamic terrorism. Yeah. So, what? But he didn't use the exact phrase uh, "radical Islam." Oh, but I, I, I don't whatever. care. I don't care. That's I, called I diplomacy. Think, I think. Didn't yeah. you want him to have some of that? I think. Exactly. It's. it's you can't it's a make li- him happy. You just can't. You ju- you cannot at all. You cannot, Mm-mm. and that's why. Uh, I think it's. I think he's doing great. He's over in uh, Israel. He did the whole uh, West Wall. There was a big kerfuffle. They tried to make it a big kerfuffle, like Joe Scarborough from uh, I'm Banging Mika. Mika made him do is, it. <laughs> yeah, Mika made me do it. Uh, that should be the new uh, name of their show. Right? I'm Banging Mika. <laughs> the Mika made me do it. That's sweet, sweet Mika. Uh, he's like, no president should ever bow to a foreign king. And I'm like, yeah, he didn't, guy. Donald Trump's like, what, 6'4"? Yeah. The guy's a giant. And then you have this little tiny old Arab sheik guy trying to reach up and give him a necklace. 
listen, I don't, I don't think we're allowed to call that about. I don't think we're allowed to call that about. Well, but you can find pictures of Barack Obama bending in half with his hands clasped in front of the leader of the same country. Yeah. So yeah. please don't start with me, Joe. Please. <laughs> the Mika made me do it. I think uh, I think the trip is going great. Melania Trump looks uh, um, amazing. She's going to hospitals. She's ma- she's meeting with uh, like women's rights groups over there, which yep. I don't know what those meetings are like. I don't know. I think I saw like a the- woman's rights meeting in Saudi Arabia. Well, Ladies, she, she got a lot of work to do. <laughs> I think she actually went to General Electric and talked to women who are kind of breaking the mold there a little bit and actually working within GE. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I th- well, I think GE sponsored uh, this thing. However, oh, and here's the other one I want to go on record saying is like, yes, they made a donation of like a hundred million dollars, but that is to a uh, a World Bank fund that has Ivanka Trump's name on it. That's it. There is no uh, Ivanka Trump Foundation. All these people on the left are trying to go. Isn't this what you hated Hillary for? No, no, no. Uh, the, totally the Saudis, different. Totally yeah. different. The Saudis had their checkbooks out and like, who should I make this payable to? Make that payable to Hillary Clinton. That's how it worked. Right. This is a World Bank fund. United Nations stuff. Yep. Very, very different. Very okay. different. And Ivana's daughter's wedding isn't going to get paid for out of it. And Ivanka doesn't <laughs> use that money to travel first class. And yeah, and they're not going to use it for different. a wedding. You know what I did like about this whole trip, though? All of a sudden, the left is, like, so concerned about how Saudis treat women and gays. Yeah. All of a sudden, that's a problem for them. It's a lovely thing to watch. It's a lovely thing to watch. I just like like to to watch uh, Trump go. Like, go. Like, it's it's why I voted for him. It's cutting through the BS. And, And it's like, here, every time, every time... Uh, uh, radical Islamists uh, rise up and start doing some stuff. It happens every 400 years. Here's what happens. They kill mostly Muslim people. The rest of the Muslim population goes, okay, we, we've had enough. So now we're going to stop it and we're going we're gonna to seek you out and we're going to end your life. It looks like we're on the cusp of that. And I love that, that Donald Trump and he stuck to the script and he read the speech, but that's what he's driving at. Hey, guys, wake up. Yep. They're they're killing mostly Muslims, so it's if if I'm a Muslim in the U.S. I'm like oh, okay, this makes sense to me. That guy, that wackadoodle Trump's trying to protect me and mine and my family uh, back in the old homeland. Yeah, no, like I said, I think the speech itself was a very good foreign policy speech. He was measured. He was under control. I don't care whether you use as a prop teleprompter or not so much as I do that he gets a coherent and concise message out, which he did. I thought it was very good. And he got a glowing power orb out of it. A glowing power orb. You're all in it for the toys. That's what it is. uh, Those pictures were great. The pictures were great. They were all funny. And see, that's what uh, I'm, I'm cool with that. There was like fantastic jokes at Trump's expense and at Saudi Arabia's expense, and like everybody had a bit on this glowing ore. It's an infinity stone. It's the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's this. It's that. It was all wonderful. It, and like that's like good, clean fun. No one gets hurt. Exactly. 
We need more of that. It's all silly. It's funny. I got a uh, I got my hands on a Nintendo Switch, right? Finally? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it, congratulations. I'm serious. Thank you so much. Uh, I was at Best Buy a week ago. I'm at the checkout line and uh my oldest says to me, Dad, I think they got a switch back there. And I look back and there's one and I'm like, hey, is that for sale? They go, oh, yeah. Boom. Bought it. Grabbed it. And it instantly got that. And it's a great little system. I got to tell you, it's a great little system. And I got Legend of Zelda, uh, the the classic uh, Link game where you're where you're like this elf guy and you got to go rescue the princess Zelda who's in the clutches of the evil Ganon. One of the things that you get and I, uh, is you get these bombs, right? These glowing bombs that you can throw at enemies, and they look just, just, <laughs> just like, like the, orb. the orb of power. Oh, God. It's great. So Donald Trump is going to save Princess Zelda uh, from the clutches of the evil Ganon. It's great. And I'm, I, got a, I got a total addiction to Legend of Zelda. I'm having an absolute blast. It's a huge open world. It's beautiful to look at. The music is great. Uh, and it comes with unlimited orbs of power. I am actually shocked because my kids were all very, 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 very into that game when they were younger. And I am shocked I have not gotten pleased for the Nintendo Switch. Well, it's it's really – they are at 100% on this thing. For every Nintendo Switch console they sell, they sell Legend of Zelda. Everyone is buying this system just to play that game. Oh, and I got Mario Kart. Mario Kart's fun. That takes me way back. That's always hilarious to play. Uh, but I, I think uh, Zelda just came out for the Wii U. I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to buy a Nintendo Switch. Here's the deal. Like, uh, I don't know what other titles they're going to have out. Like, I, I think I'm stuck with this thing. I don't, I, I'm, not, I'm not excited about any other... <laughs> New releases wow. by Nintendo. You've been I'm, complaining about them not being in stock like since Valentine's Day. I know, and I lucked into one, and it's great. I love it. I, I just want them to have more titles, like more games, more <laughs> games, more, more games. Yeah. So I is this the, the one that you can actually like take with you? Yes. Okay. It, it has an airplane mode. It has a little screen. You can put it in the dock, and it'll play on the big screen, your, mm -hmm. your home television, or you can take it out of the dock, and you've got it's about the size of a of an iPod or an iPad Mini, and you oh, can okay. play the game on that. It's it's a really really interesting idea and a lot of fun. So this way, if I'm watching the the big game and my kid's like, oh, I want to go, you know, uh, be Link and play the. Oh, okay, great. Well, bloop bloop, you play that, and I'll watch this. That's that's the uh, intriguing thing. Nice. Yes. So uh, in this scenario, Donald Trump is Link, and he's now he's uh, now he's in Israel, and they've got to feel good. They've got to feel great. Trump well, has their back. And again, I think he's going to cut through the BS. That's what I love about this guy, and, and it's what I said on last week's vlog. You know, he's not a lawyer. He's not, and I love that he talks like just a regular guy, and I think, I'm hoping that, you know, he'll give a speech, blah, 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 and then he's going to sit down with these guys and go – Hey, uh, listen, uh, Palestinians, every time this comes around, Israel bends. They give you 95% of what you want, and then you continue to bomb them. What do you people want to do? Like, you're, <laughs> the deal's not going to get better than this. At some point, you're going to have to take it. <laughs> yes. 
Well, I mean, honestly, my the reason I think they didn't take it like in the nineties <laughs> when it was the same deal, um, they don't want to have to stand up their own economy. No, they really they I've... don't have the infrastructure for it. They don't have the talent for it. They you know they've been so focused and and everything else on this you know for all intents and purposes war that I mean their society if all of a sudden oh stand up you have an economy it, it, yeah, what do they do it is well i tell you what they try to uh, they're going to have to try to hire back all the uh the arabs that are living and working in tel aviv and all the arabs you know all the the truly talented smart educated uh wonderful arabs which which there are tons yeah. they they go they go into israel to work and israel's like hey good to have you I mean, they have well, all I mean, the and there's a there's a there's a huge percentage of the Israeli population that are Arab that are actually citizens. Yes. Yeah. And, so uh, here's my two cents on this. You you have to start. Like I know it's daunting, but you have to start. If, if you're in uh, the uh, Palestine, I almost say called occupied. If you're in Palestine, you just start. Like you've got they got a ton of buildings that are just sitting there empty. Uh, just start. Just start. Teach. Yeah, that's. I tell you what, I'm on a I'm on a big big, uh, just get started whole thing right now. Yeah. It, oh, absolutely. Well, you never get to where you're going if you don't. Listen, that is very true. It sounds kind of like you know something a, a grandma would say. You know, that you you can't chop down the mighty oak unless you start swinging an axe. But it's true. It's you look true. at these people. Like with uh, social media and uh, YouTube and Facebook and all that stuff, and I'll, I'll just give like a little update right now. It is working. Like people are being so awesome. Here's the here's the message uh, that we got the other day on Facebook that I that just there was some lady who stumbled across one of our clips. Uh, I think it was one of the vlogs or maybe it was the Russia didn't hack the election. She laughed. She loved it. She watched it with her son. They subscribed to the YouTube channel and they binge watched all night. They binge watched. Right. They just watched clip after clip after clip after clip. Well, that's awesome. Right. They they stumbled (laughs) upon you. That's what we're looking for. Exactly. Exactly. And I was just so appreciative and like to, to the people who listen to the show and I knew I know you're doing it and I'm, I'm not trying – I'm honestly, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just totally excited. So we got a few uh, more subscribers to the channel. So we got a few more likes on the Facebook page. That's how it's – that's how this stuff starts. Like the numbers aren't huge right now, but they are growing all the time. Yep. It's so fantastic. And I can't thank you guys enough. And I, I really mean it for sharing the videos. You see a clip, you share it with someone who you think might like it. That's how it works. That's how it works. Well, we are, it's, and it's a big tree. It is a big tree. All these uh, uh, studies just came out. Uh, the Media Research Center, they do their studies. Then Harvard came out with their numbers. And I tell you what, the deck is stacked against us. How stacked is it? Okay. Well, <laughs> since since May 12th, how stacked is it? It's so stacked. It is so stacked, it got a uh, a deal with Playboy. Whoa. Um, okay. So here we go. T- 
tone of this is this is a Harvard uh, uh, report, or no, this is this yeah this is the the, the Harvard report. Uh, CNN's uh, coverage is ninety three percent negative. NBC's coverage, 93% negative. CBS, 91 negative. New York Times, 87% negative. Washington Post, 83% negative. Wall Street Journal, 70% negative. Fox News, 52% negative. Really? Really. The only and that's that's hilarious. Right? Right. Because the only one that claims to be fair and balanced. And the only one that's like, like, oh, that's just pro- the, the one that's called propaganda. <laughs> they don't have MSNBC numbers on here, but literally, Fox News is the most uh, fair and balanced. They're forty-eight percent positive, fifty-two percent negative. That is that. That's that as good fair. as we get. But like uh, CNN, since May twelfth, since May twelfth on CNN, they've had all these experts on. Ninety-two have been anti-Trump. Seven have been pro-Trump. Do not delude yourself, uh, merry listeners of the Loftus Party radio program. There's nothing fair about this. It is stacked. And the <laughs> I'm having a Glenn Beck moment. Oh, God. It really – I like Glenn Beck used to – when he first had a show on Fox, he would make so much sense. He was like, we, we, you got to tell people. It's the only way. It's the only way. It's not like it's not like CNN is going to wake up one morning and go, "Oh, we've realized the error of our ways." They're getting great ratings. They're doing great. MSNBC is doing great. They're winning night after night after night now. At least in the demographic, maybe not total households, but in the demographic. And I tell you what, the demographic, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and I come from the world of television and I, I you can take this to the bank the demographic is all that matters I hope I've, I hope we've been pretty obvious with what what we're trying to do with the flipside television show and and the loftus party website and the loftus party uh, podcast and all that we're trying to have a good time we're trying to poke some fun at this stuff we're trying to talk about these things uh, rationally and hopefully, more and more people will stumble across the YouTube channel and go oh I'm gonna watch this with my kid that's everything to me. It really is. It's everything to me. If we don't make or help create uh, new, free-thinking, liberty-loving people, we're done. We're done. You mean like those kids at Notre Dame? Uh, I tell you, you know what? Let them walk out. That was uh, that was perfect. That was that was the perfect example of here. You have the vice president of the United States, which okay. You know, it's a free country. You don't have to agree with with everything. He's literally talking about freedom of speech. L- literally mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about how important it is. And they walk out now in those in their in their defense. Those kids' defense, uh, they didn't shout. They didn't get bullhorns. They didn't uh, you know do M80s. They didn't do smoke bombs. They calmly stood up and and walked out. You can do that. So you're making a political statement. However, uh, happy graduation. And uh, welcome to uh, McDonald's. Here's your apron. Uh, <laughs> I think you enjoy this job until a robot takes it over. It's I, I, good. Good for them. You're allowed to do that. Uh, I think it's incredibly short-sighted and and stupid. And of course, where everybody goes to is like, what are you going to do when your boss says something you don't like? 
What are you going to do now? Okay, so now you've graduated from college. Now you're in the workforce, and your boss is like, uh, "Hey, uh, uh, Janet, uh, we noticed you've been using the copier machine uh, way too much, and uh, you can't use." 22 pieces of paper. We need you to do that on 18. Are you just going to get up out of the office and walk away? This is uh, you triggered me. Why it's in its paper? Why is paper white? That's white paper privilege. I got to get out of here. <laughs> oh my god! Like you're you're going to work with people that you uh, you disagree with. So well, and blah, not everybody's going to tell you you did a great job. Yes. <laughs> That's the yeah. other thing that really frightens me because, you know, when we looked at Generation Y, they were the most measured and monitored generation to enter the workforce, right? Mm-hmm. And so I used to run the the human capital side of, of businesses and wow, they wanted a lot of feedback all the time, all the time, all the time. I can only imagine how much worse that's going to get. Uh, and then – I don't know what ends it. I don't know what stops it. Because when these when this generation has kids, uh, they're gonna be like, well, my mom and dad and and everybody that I work with, they didn't support me enough. We need more support. We need more support. And it's just not it's not gonna be there for a while. Well, here here's However, my, here's my I, message, I, I, and I'm ahead. horrible. I'm horrible. Um, so, you know, people were talking about Mario Kart on on Twitter the other night. And somebody yeah. said, I feel really bad because I just lapped my five-year-old kid. You never let him win. I didn't even let my kids win Candyland, okay? A complete game of chance. Yeah. You, just, you never let them win because they have to learn how to lose. <laughs> and yeah. not everybody's going to like you. And then you don't want to deprive them of that sad, sad day that they do beat you. And they know you really tried, and then they realize that you're just a human being and you're fallible like everyone else. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. I'll, I'll never so forget. I'll, I'll never forget the first time my youngest son, you know, went around to Uno. He'd been getting his butt kicked for years by older siblings and his parents, and the first time he actually put a strategy together and won the game, you would have thought somebody handed him a million dollars. I tell you, when I I, I remember. Beating my dad in a race, like a foot race. Yeah, like yeah. a foot race. Mm-hmm. And I and I looked at him, and he was like, oh, "I wasn't even trying," but I knew he did. And that was like a freaky moment. It's like that whoa! Was a, oh, I just beat my dad. <laughs> yeah. Then that gives you that gives you that that broader view on everything. Well, and you learn that winning when you deserve to win and you've worked for it actually feels good. Yes. There's like a sense of accomplishment. When you just and get then, handed things, there's no accomplishment there. And then you look back at your defeats and you go, okay, this is what I did. I need to fix this, this, and this, and next time I bet I can win. And okay. that's what and that's what the amazing thing to me, and I'm sure like uh, many other radio programs and hosts have said this, and, but mainly it's always such, in such a mean way. It's like it, the, the, here's, the, here's the, the frightening thing. I guess I'm a gloom and doom kind of a guy today. The Democrats and Hillary Clinton, uh, they can't look within. They can't just – and it seems to me – this is my opinion. This is just my two cents. Hillary wasn't a, a good candidate. Oh, no. She like, was the worst retail candidate in history. Right. So, she was terrible. Instead of, instead of saying, you know, like, you know what? I, I guess the American people wanted like a more positive – uh, you know, they wanted to change the direction the country was going in. 
I should have been more positive. I should have, because that's to me what what the Democrats lacked. They weren't the pro anything party. They were the anti Trump party. They were the uh, anti this anti. It was just everything was anti. It's like, what are you for? How are you, the Democratic Party, going to make my life better? Well, and they can't and, tell and there's you, there. Michael, because they speak to individual little groups of people and their very specific needs. There yeah. is no overarching message. Oh, my God. Have you seen this? So Joe Lieberman, right, makes Donald Trump shortlist for FBI director. Yeah. Who's complaining? The Democrats. Exactly. He was their vice presidential nominee with Gore. Yeah. Well, we've never really considered him a Democrat. Are you serious? <laughs> he was your VP nominee. What do you what do you think of of Lieberman as the head of the FBI though? That doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like a good fit. It, he doesn't seem like a law and order guy. He seems he seems like a politician to me. Well, he's poli- he's obviously been a politician. He is an attorney, so he does know the law. I think he did function as a prosecutor, which is usually what you see come up through the ranks of, of leadership in the FBI at this point. Um, I think, honestly, it's an olive branch, and I don't know that that's the wrong way to approach it, but I think what's hysterical is you're giving an obvious olive branch to someone who's respected on both sides of the political aisle. I mean, you're not going to find too many people say that Joe Lieberman wasn't fair, reasonable, etc. And um, it's the far left that's screaming, he's terrible! Okay. Yeah. Nothing well, is. I, I think it's it, in a way it's a little bit strategic because it just proves nothing is going to make you people happy. Nothing. Oh. The, yeah, it's it's like I don't think Lieberman's the way for the job, the guy for the job. But I I don't see why the Democrats uh, the Democrats, Democrats. Uh, are attacking. I had I just got the, a stunning update. A stunning update on on Twitter. Uh, Fox, they're ranking uh-huh. in in prime time in the uh-huh. demo. 25 to 54, mm-hmm. they're ranked third. MSNBC is number one. Oh, CNN, just, CNN is number two. Mm. So uh, I tell you what, people, uh, put on your rally caps. Put on your rally caps. I tweeted it out the other day. I'm like, I hope you guys are watching Steven Crowder. I really hope you are. And trying to spread the word about that funny dude. I hope you're watching Greg Gutfeld. And helping spread the word about that dude. I hope you're watching uh, the flip side with with me on on YouTube America and and check your local listings and blah blah blah. But and then you see these morons, these absolute morons. Oh, uh, this just happened. I'm I'm doing Politicon again this year, and they announced uh they announced that Tommy Laren is going to be there. And don't get disappointed in me, you guys, when you see me showing Tommy Laren some serious love, like I'm. She's she's not on the the highest pedestal where I'm from, but she's gonna get a pedestal. <laughs> oh my god! Seriously, and and all these people last night it was like this feeding frenzy, like people uh, ripping it on Sean Hannity. Like, hey, idiots, look around! It is time to circle the wagons. Yeah, uh, we it, don't we don't do that very well. I don't know, like. I, I I literally I don't know what people want. And then this other girl and I followed her and oh my goodness gracious, I wish 
her, it wasn't Mo Gaffney, but it was her some Mo 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 something was in her uh, Twitter handle. Uh, she had this great tweet. She's like, if you, if you're criticizing other conservatives that they're not doing conservatism right, uh, you're certainly not convincing anybody to to join up. I'm paraphrasing there, right? But that's like, can we just relax? Can we just? And that's the worst thing to tell people that are upset. Just relax. But like, maybe maybe we shouldn't. Wasn't that Ronald Reagan's eleventh commandment? Yes, thou shalt, we don't. Thou shalt criticize your fellow conservative. Well, he's not going to try to take down somebody in the GOP. That's that's not what we do. And I, I think what's unfortunate to me is is kind of what I was just saying a little bit ago. You you are seeing the progressive left eat the moderates in their own party. They primary them. They push them out of office. They they've done this for the last ten to twelve years. So there are very few moderate Democrats. In Washington, D.C., they're very far left or they've been pushed far left. Like maybe at one point Nancy Pelosi was moderate to some degree. She's not anymore. OK. And and it's like instead of people on the right looking at that and going, wow, maybe we need to tolerate a range on our own side. And as long as they want to join the team, maybe we should just be OK. All right. I, that sounds I, I, good. <laughs> that is that is true for uh, Congress and, and the Senate and blah, blah, blah. And it's especially, especially true with pop culture. Yep. I, I, I can't I can't stress that enough. If if we're not uh, becoming magnets and, and helping people and like slow down with the criticism, I tell you what, and I, I can't like hold everybody's hand through this. Like I can't sit down right now today with George Takai and and change his mind. However, there's a clip uh, that Nancy Pelosi of all people had last week where it, and it was fantastic. And they, they were talking about it on the five where she comes out and she goes, we can talk about rumor and we can discuss rumor and we can be very concerned about rumors and innuendos. Those aren't facts. And until we have facts, let's all just slow down. And let's 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 base things on facts and not on rumor. And I'm like, holy smoke, uh, you non-blinking lady, you've really said something I agree with. Yeah, I can hang just, my hat on that. She just needs to go kick Maxine Waters. Oh, that she's I'm, nuts. I'm, <laughs> like people throw that around kind of loosely, but she, she is uh, unhinged. I, I get it. Like when Trump would come out and say, "We're going to build that wall," the crowd would go crazy. Maxine Waters has that with impeachment, impeachment. Like she gets a big round of applause. So she's trying to – it's like she's a stand-up comic and she's just – she's got her little zinger and she wants to get it in every time she's on TV. But uh, until you have facts, you, you've, got, you, you've got nothing. That's why I'm, I'm so looking forward to uh, Jim Comey testifying. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about all that. Oh, you know why? And, and, that's, and that's why – uh, uh, that's why he got fired because you don't know how to feel about it. No, when it's he came, not. When it's he came, a, no, no. I'm telling you, this is this is me. Like when he came out in July or, or June or whatever, whatever it was, you know, before the presidential election. And he's like, Hillary Clinton did this. She did that. She did this. She did that. She had this and that and this. However, I think she uh, didn't have intent. I think she was just uh, careless. Like you're with the guy for like eight minutes, like, oh, my gosh, he's going to press charges. And then he, boom, gives you that curveball. So you don't know what to expect. You don't know what to expect. Obviously, obviously, he's not a law and order guy or he would he would have brought charges against Hillary Clinton. 
Well, yeah, since you or I would be in jail for a good long time. Um, yes. As would most lower-ranking people in the military and da-da-da-da-da. But, you know, that's all water under the bridge at this point. No, I don't know what to think about it because um, I'm tired of special committees and investigations. I'm tired of government coming to a grinding halt and all this ugly partisanship that is based on, well, we think he did this and we think she did that. Are some of us probably correct in what we think might have gone on? But I mean, how long did the Benghazi investigation go on? How much time and taxpayer money was sunk into that thing? If you think this whole thing is going to be done next month, next year, or the year after, this could still be going on in 2020. Well, you are, you're exactly correct. And the great, the greatest thing about it, not the greatest thing, but one of the, the good things about it is that we've already, uh, it's been started. It's been going on for almost a year. And it'll go on for three more. <laughs> well, here's, here's the, here's the thing. And here's where I think it might wind down quicker than people, uh, realize. I don't think that there's anything there. I really don't. Now, did the Russians try to interfere with our election with some kind of propaganda? Probably, I guess. I, I guess they've been doing that since since uh, there's been communism in in Russia. It, it's like it's not like it's it's nothing new. So let's see how the Obama administration and the Bush administration and how every administration failed to close the gaps in the internet. That blah blah blah, all that crap. But I, I honestly don't believe. Uh, I don't think I don't think Trump colluded with Russia, and still. To this day, it, it, I guess they're talking about WikiLeaks, right? That has to be the only thing. Well, they're talking about the timing of WikiLeaks, and you know, Roger Stone seemed to have like some voodoo knowledge there. Uh, you know, just looking before we we sat down to record, you know, Pete, d- dumb things happen. Uh, I guess Roger Stone and Paul Manafort have turned over all requested documentations to the Senate Intelligence Committee, and who didn't? Oh, Mike Flynn. Mike, just go away, go away, go away. Well, there you Never go. He was been fired. fired. That, and he was immediately fired. So to me, okay, <laughs> there you go, Mike Flynn. Mike Flynn, we want you to testify. I'm going to take the fifth. Okay, I feel you, buddy. Uh, good for you. However, uh, the thing that, that I don't want to lose sight of, because everybody's so busy talking about the smoke, the, sm- the smoke, the smoke, the smoke, the smoke, the smoke, I don't think there's any fire there. I, I just think it's smoke. I really do. You know, I, with you Hillary said- Clinton, With Hillary Clinton and Benghazi, there was an actual crime. Benghazi, people died. They made a phone call. What happened? Who picked up the phone? We can't tell you. What? Did you think it was, oh, it's a YouTube video. Well, you lied. All that stuff. That's like hardcore. There is a crime. You have a private server in a basement somewhere. That's a crime. You cannot – they better hope – and I said this uh, on, the, on the vlog the other day. They better hope they find a, a, a doozy, like an absolute doozy. Now, here's the crime. If, if Donald Trump hired hackers to go in and they forge documents and they put John Podesta's name on stuff, but like <laughs> in all of this, like the thing that like no one has ever said, those were fake. 
Those were real emails. But you've got the email where they tell Podesta, change your password, dude. You got you got fished. <laughs> and he opted not to do it. So if there's a crime, it's negligence on Podesta's part. It's I I, I think it's going to wrap up a lot quicker uh, than we realize. Well, I hope it wraps up very quickly. And, uh, you know, I, I'm getting a little tired of, of the parsing of language as well. I think yeah. you said it on uh, said it on the blog, you know, Donald Trump saying to Comey, like, I really hope this thing comes to nothing or, you know, we just can it comes to a quick conclusion or whatever it is they said he said. Um, I hope it goes away. Hope it goes away, meaning I hope there's nothing there. I, I mean, it, that's plain spoken English. I, I, I'm not I'm tired of the parsing. Ooh, he threatened him. No, I don't think that happened. <laughs> I, I swear. And that's that's the other thing. And I'm so, so glad that you brought this up. You you wonderful sniveling gypsy. Sniveling <laughs> gypsy. Wow. It's, they keep trying to it's because you're cold. It, they, they keep trying to put Donald Trump into this. He's a lawyer. He should know better. He's a full time politician. He should know better. He's not. He <laughs> no. manages construction sites. That's Where what he, he does. <laughs> and the timeline of the thing. And, and I and I was I really like tried to hold back on the on the vlog on Facebook because I wanted to make sure I was correct. It's like the Washington Post is like Flynn is there. The FBI is done with Flynn. There's nothing there. So then a couple days later, Trump meets with uh, Comey, and I think this is the way this is going to play out. Trump meets with Comey, and and like a like a CEO of a construction site. He goes – he wants to talk to the foreman. He's like, hey, Comey, everybody else can go ahead and take off. Hey, Comey, can I talk to you a sec, buddy? Hey, uh, so I guess you guys have uh, – uh, the, the post says you're all done with, uh, with Flynn, so uh, hopefully we're done. I, I, hope, I, I hope we can lay off the guy now. He's a good guy. I hope we can let it go, thinking it was all behind him. Now, you can't, you can't look at that and go, oh, he's a politician. He's a lawyer. He should know better because he simply isn't, and that's what I find uh, endearing about the guy. Well, and I mean, if you took just a minute, just a minute, and think of all the things you or I might say over the course of a day that are in jest, plain spoken, tongue in cheek, or something else when taken out of context. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who wants to live under that kind of microscope? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. And like, and that's the that's the other like revealing thing about uh, uh, Trump is that he said back in the the late 80s and the early 90s I don't want to run I, I think I'm better off doing other stuff if, if it gets super bad I, I I'd run so I tell you what the guy he's he's not taking a salary for this thing and for whatever reason there he is and if you look at what he has done I'm I'm all for it like seriously there has been zero downside zero. No, I mean, well, and some of it is because of the loggerhead that is Congress, right? Um, so we haven't had a ton of forward motion in terms of, of actually delivering on an agenda that, you know, needs to be legislated. But, you know, certainly I have no problem with mother of all bombs. I have no problem with his appointment to the Supreme Court. I have no problem with him rolling back back a ton of environmental regulations and getting the EPA just get me clean water and clean air get out of my puddles um, you know and of course the sky is falling the sky is falling I mean it's almost every day when I open the news and start looking at oh what's going on this morning the sky is just falling it's like the entire mainstream media is chicken little 
they they really are. And uh, I wouldn't be so concerned if they weren't winning the ratings race. Like I, I would think that okay, we're making some forward prog- progress here because uh, the new trade deal with China uh, that's awesome. Illegal immigration, the border crossings are down, and that's yep. all without a wall. Yep. I think the wall is coming in September. Uh, the, our, our relations uh, in the Middle East were like, hey, we're not here to nation build, but we're here to help you guys uh, defeat ISIS because ISIS ain't, ain't, ain't killing anybody but Muslims. I'm all down with that. Going to Israel, we got you back. Why don't you two idiots, Israel and Palestine, get your act together. Palestine, wake up. Israel, they, they've given you 95%. You got to take the deal. That's as good as it. Like all of it, all of it, all of it. The stock market doing well is great. Let's go after uh, taxes. Let's let's you know uh, reform the tax code and get small businesses going. Let's get some money into like all of it. I think it's going swimmingly well. However, the propaganda machine is just so immense. I was so sad. It really bummed me out. And I, and I keep talking about the vlog because I swear the things that you and I discuss on, on this little radio show, we are ahead of the curve. And, I, and that's what, one of the things that I love about this grand experiment. And, and the vlog, it's like Jimmy Fallon the New York Times in the op-ed, they went after Jimmy Fallon because they're like, if he doesn't start uh, criticizing the president, if he doesn't start really going after the president, uh, we, we're not going to be big fans. His ratings are going to keep going down, blah, 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 blah. And, and Fallon apologized. See, that's just weak. Isn't it? Why are we at the point as a nation where you have to apologize for not being a jerk. Why do we have I, to apologize for not pulling a Stephen Colbert? Yeah. And, and, I, I don't and get he, it. I don't get it at all. So he's a basically congenial guy who clearly leans to the left, but he's not going to be a jerk. So he has to apologize. Yeah. And he goes, the only, he, the only reason I was nice to Trump, and once again, I'm paraphrasing, the only reason I was nice to Trump was to try to uh, kind of minimalize him and make him smaller. So that's like that was like his little uh, defensive. Oh, I was I was being mean to him, but just in a whole nother way. And I'm like, I'm like, can't we can we not have just one show that that treats the president as a human being and doesn't buy into this just uh, this blind hatred? And and uh, so Fallon has apologized and I guess he's on board now. I guess he's on board. I'll go after him. I'll 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 I'll, I'll ridicule him. Well, I mean, it's, it's just, a, it's a it's, sad state of affairs. It's the same thing they did to Taylor Swift oh, during yeah. the election. She was not using her big old Twitter and Facebook accounts to push Hillary Clinton. Why is Taylor Smith, gonna, Taylor Swift, excuse me, going to alienate half of her audience? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing I don't get. And I mean, as far as the news coverage goes. For people that I know or that are pretty highly politically engaged, what I'm hearing from a lot of them is they've just turned the whole mess off. They read well, stuff. They read stuff. They read breaking news. They read the speeches. They watched what Trump actually says rather than somebody's opinion of what Trump says, and they make up their own mind. And I think that is actually good. Oh, it's it's great. And and while they're at it and while they're out there reading and judging people on their actions, which is the way all of this, I think, is supposed to work. Uh, you, ju- you judge people on their actions. 
help help spread the word on on one of the one of the few shows that's out there with a with a rational head with a clear head on all this. That'd be that'd be uh, the Loftus party. That'd be the flip side with Michael Loftus. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do there, you guys. I, here, Michael is exceptionally I'm, rational, <laughs> and I feel like I'm the chicken little in, in all this. Of like, literally, if this is like a World War II uh, submarine, I'm I'm sounding the alarm bells right now because everybody else is like, "Hey, we're good, we're underwater, and we're all breathing, and all that stuff." And I'm like, "Hey, they are. There's some serious leaks in the boat, and there's some serious pressure coming in, and it's a slow." Steady. What's what's that? The, the name of that society that you told me about a million years ago on this the show? The Fabians. They're it winning. Is, it, they are. I know. They are. Uh, and I wouldn't have known about the Fabian Society unless uh, if it wasn't for this show. But I tell you what, look up the Fabian Society, and it, this is not tinfoil hat stuff. This is a collection of people who slowly but surely, and they've been at it since like 1880, to try to slowly convert democracies into uh, socialist societies. Just a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit here and a little bit there. They believe, and they believe strongly – and apparently so does Kessler from the New York Times, and, uh, and he just had a ridiculous thread the other day about where now does all these populists think the elites belong? Because what these people on the left, and especially the very far left, actually believe is that you and I are much better off if we're being told what to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and there, there, are some, there are some other people, and man, oh, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start coming – uh, more prepared because I, I should be able to document my sources. But somebody said on on Twitter the other day, uh, I, I I can't remember who it was, but they're like, okay, so the, the the precedent has now been set that like if you don't like the president, you just resist, you just resist in every in every way. So what's going to happen with the next president? Like when when the Democrats get back in the White House and and a bunch of the other people are like, you know, blah blah blah, we don't we don't like that president, yada yada yada, and. Uh, Kurt Schlichter is like, and that guy goes both barrels. <laughs> yes, Kurt he does. Goes both <laughs> barrels. An entertaining dude, but he is like, he is like, uh, like John Wayne from True Grit. <laughs> yeah, but, but he, he, he's like, they're trying to take away the will of the people. I, I for the for the Democrats, and God bless, God bless you if if you're a Democrat and you're you're still on listening to the show at 49 <laughs> minutes in but here's the way it feels uh, to be someone who voted for Donald Trump uh, a bunch of people voted for Donald Trump and he won the election he he won okay so enough people wanted to change the direction of this country i'm sorry uh, that Hillary won the the popular vote and she won 3 million more total votes i'm sorry that that's not how uh, this works I'm very nor, happy. nor nor should it. Right. Uh, however, I'm very happy with the uh, outcome of the election. So we now have to uh, give this uh, a try. Or it is the elites. There's a small group of people. You have the Democratic Party working hand in hand with the media. So now it's two on one to very, very big, well-funded organizations telling a boatload of Americans, you're stupid, we don't agree with you, and we're going to go another way. We know you all voted for this, we know you all wanted for this, but you are a stupid, 
white trash, deplorable, dumbass hillbilly, and we're going to go another way. And that infuriates me. That's one of the things that really, really gets under my skin. And, and Schlichter is, is writing great articles about that. It is really he's, – he's using really crazy words. Not crazy, but like you know words like coup and it's like the elite is trying to take away the will of the people, which ugh, I can't tell him he's wrong. Uh, well, it's not just the elite. It's a sprawling bureaucracy. All the little cogs in the government agency wheels can stop a lot of things from happening. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the other thing that I love uh, and I think is wonderful about having a uh, special investigator into the Russia thing. To me, it's like what uh, what Ronald Reagan uh, did with the Iran-Contra. Okay, you think there's something here? Go, look. If there's something here, we're going to punish the people who did uh, – who broke the law and then we're going to keep moving forward. Right. So uh, either either way, I think the outcome is good. I really do because I, I – I, Seriously doubt uh, that like uh, Trump or uh, Corey Lewandowski were like writing checks to Russia. Hey, thanks. uh, Thanks for the emails. And I I wouldn't don't release this one until the 22nd. Uh, And here's a great article. I really doubt that happened. So it'll be over sooner than we think. Everybody, if, if somebody did something wrong, they're going to jail. And if nothing happened, then we can move on. However, I'm about done. I'm about done. With John McCain. <laughs> yeah. I used to see people rail on John McCain and they're like, why are they being so mean to that nice old man? He's a war hero. And I have come to uh, this conclusion that that dude does a lot of talking and he enjoys uh, enjoys having Democrats going, see, John McCain agrees with me. See, John McCain's on our side. See, John- come here, John McCain. You're a good Republican. Well, like, I, I'm done with that. And and his very good friend Lindsey Graham. Oh my gosh, there was how it was so hilarious last night on Chris Wallace. Uh, Chris Wallace is like, well, John, you know, of course he had John McCain on there because John McCain uh, wants to get out his John McCain messaging system. Uh, and, and Chris Wallace plays him a clip where John McCain is like, I think this has uh, reached Watergate levels. I think we're at Watergate levels here. And then Chris Wallace goes, what did you mean by that? And John McCain goes, well, what I was really saying is that we need to be level headed about this and we need to wait for the facts. Like, that's not even close to what you were saying. <laughs> that's not even close. If that's what you wanted to say, that's what you would have said, you weirdo. He's approaching, like, Strom Thurmond levels. He just needs to retire. Well, I, I He really I, needs to retire. I, I think maybe that's what he's thinking about. He's thinking about hitting the dismount, and he wants to be beloved on both sides he of the aisle. He just office. ran for re-election in 2016. Right. So like I this might be his last go round and he's like listen the guy the guy has made a plan and he wants to he wants to retire as he wants to be beloved on both sides. I That's know but Senate terms are 6 years the guy can't nod or turn to the right or the left. I I don't know what he's thinking other than he wants Democrats to like him. And and that's and that's well, like the the most boring thing that you hear when you have one of these pundits on a talk show and they go, many Democrats agree with me, and the host will be like, well, really? Or they go, they go, many Republicans agree with me, a lot of Republicans, and the host the host will be like, well, who's that? And they go, John McCain. And they're like, okay, moving on. Moving like, on. 
That's yeah. no longer surprising. You cannot. Yeah. Days of like, oh, John McCain agrees with me. All right. That, that, okay. That's great. Good for you. You got, you got John McCain. Okay. Just a couple of uh, quick thoughts here as we uh, head into the home turn. I wanted to make sure I just, these are things that I just wanted to talk about. This will be like a lightning round. Uh, Chelsea Manning, that picture of Ugh. Chelsea Manning. So Chelsea Manning uh, like gave away all these state secrets, goes to jail, then gets a sex change, then gets released from jail. Well, no, I think has, a lot of the a lot of the official stuff still needs to be done. And and has a job in the army. Yeah. That's like, hey, uh you were an employee of Pizza Hut. We've caught you eating pizzas and giving away free pizzas. You're in trouble. Okay. You're in jail and now you're a woman. Welcome back to Pizza Hut. I, I don't like I don't what it would more it would be actually be more akin to working at McDonald's and giving away the recipe for the special sauce. Okay. Well said. Yeah. Well said. And then Chelsea Manning uh, listen, okay, so now you're a woman. Like, and then she puts out that picture where her top is completely, like, uh, unzipped, like, halfway down. Like, so, so, so now you're a woman and, and you're a woman with her boobies hanging out? Like, <laughs> I guess. I literally, I literally have nothing to say. No, no good could come of it if I start talking on this topic. I, I want, I want people to be happy. However, when, when you start giving away state secrets, I'm, I'm unhappy with you. Yeah. And then, so let's just say, let's just take that, let's just take that out of the equation. Let's say you're a dude and you're like, I'm really a woman. Okay. Okay. You be you. Now your name. You be you. You be you. But like, let's let's zip up the top uh, until we get the implants. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> have you seen have you seen what's supposed to be the new craze for this summer? No, what? The men's romper. Oh, you know what? And there's a lot that, yes, I have. And there's a lot of faux outrage about this. However, uh, I, I think, think Sean they Con- look stupid. Sean Connery wore one in Thunderball or maybe it was Dr. No and it looked great. What was that? 1970 Yeah, but like But nothing looked great in the 70s. You've seen pictures <clears throat> from the 70s. Uh, listen, I'm not horrified by it. I saw one that has like a patriotic print that has like the the flag on it and eagle. Okay, yeah, that, you that know was, where that was horrifying and tacky. However, the one yeah, that but Sean, you know where they think they're going to sell that at where? the Indy 500. Oh, I know I, I people swear. that go to car racing events. They ain't wearing those. They're not. You don't and think if there'll they be do, some drunk? You don't think there'll be some drunk hillbilly wearing one? Ironically, maybe ironically, and you're going to see a big old beer gut hanging out of it. It's just going to be like, oh my God. Yes. And I want that. I you want, want that. that. Listen, you, here's what I love about the United States of America. You cannot tell people what to do. I am one of those people. When you okay. tell me, when you tell me this is stupid, this is ew, this is gross. It makes me go, you know what? I want one. Okay, I will Here's wear- what I want to know though. Yeah. Does it have like the little zip in front? So you like if you're drinking a lot of beer at the NASCAR event, you're going to have to pee. Yeah. Do you really have to take that whole thing down? No, there's a fly on it. There's got to be a fly on it. I know there was the one uh, the one Sean Connery wore and look up Sean Connery in a romper. It's it's not bad. It's really not bad. 
My wife is horrified. I used to have I, a pair of overalls, and my wife was horrified when I wore them. They are so comfortable, it's stupid. And what a romper is, <laughs> it's a horrible it. name. It's stop kind it. of like it's kind of like a middle class overall. <laughs> oh no, no, it isn't. Listen, no, I'm, I, I I'm just looked get... at the pictures and I went, oh my god, no, no, no. Okay, I, I, I will tell. Not, the... I would not be buying one for the men in my family. Oh, so the, there you go. I mean, that's that's great. So that it doesn't float your boat, doesn't get the 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 juices running. That that's fantastic. I guarantee. There are women out there and dudes out there who can rock that and have fun with it and it's silly and it's wonderful and it's good uh, and let them have their fun. Let them have their fun. A buddy of mine, a buddy of mine uh, was, oh, it's such a long story. It's about uh, dodgeball and how, whatever. (laughs) He, a million years ago, the movie Dodgeball was stolen from him. He's got a great case. But he still wants to sell movies in Hollywood. But I'm telling you right now, as God is my witness, Dodgeball was stolen from my friend. He and some buddies a million years ago got involved in a Dodgeball League. And they were so – they thought it was so funny how seriously other people took it. The more serious the other people took it, the more ridiculous they dressed. They went to the regional finals for Dodgeball uh, dressed as – girl cheerleaders, which incensed the opposing team. They won. They went to the finals in Chicago and the people that they were uh, going up against, they had sponsors on their shirt and they were all like decked out and cool and like super dodgeball players. So my buddy and his friends, I think they dressed up as like female ballerinas. Uh, They were just silly and they won. They were the national champions. He documented all of this. He's got it all on film and unfortunately, uh, he showed that film and had a meeting with a person who will not be named on this podcast, but I'm sure you can figure it out, who loved his documentary, thought it was very, very funny, uh, and then went on to pretend he didn't know my friend and uh, did a movie called Dodgeball. That's awful. Exactly. And these are the kind of guys, my buddies, who would buy rompers – And wear them to barbecues and have a blast. And you'd be like, you're just wearing that to be an idiot, right? They'd go, no, dude, this is awesome. They would like God. (laughs) So that's what's going to happen there. Uh, Quick thoughts. Uh, Toby Keith. He took some, oh, Toby Keith is doing a a men's only show in Saudi Arabia. Listen, it's Saudi Arabia. There's a ton of stuff the women there aren't allowed to do. I don't think tickets were available to women. I don't think that was Toby Keith's decision. I think no, Toby Keith I'm wanted sure to go there and support his president. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, let's let's lay off the Toby and, and, Keith. And Toby's a Democrat. You know that, right? I did not know that. Yes, Toby. Toby is what I like to call a blue dog dem. Um, loves his guns. Loves his country. But he is definitely – if the Democratic Party would leave room for people like him, he's def- – same with Brad Paisley. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, just a quick update on the tattoo thing. I think I know. I got to go talk to the artist and see about the tattoo. Uh, I think I know what I'm going to get. I think I know where I'm going to get it. Here's the problem. The sun is shining. And when you get a tattoo, they don't want you out in the sun. So the tattoo might have to wait till the fall. Well, and your tattoo recommender ended up sending me a message to recommend the tattoo I should get. (laughs) 
Oh, really? What tattoo do they send? <laughs> he, he didn't actually end up sending because he's like, if you're in the market, I have an idea for you too. I said, no, no tats here, but thank you. <laughs> you have you. Hey, there's a great piece of art, uh, Liberty Gypsy, that that features a, a gypsy on it. I think that would be a great tattoo. Yeah, you're, you're set. I'll I'll get a t-shirt. <laughs> there, there you go. Oh my gosh, and that t-shirt that you put on Twitter. Yeah, that was my Mother's the, Day present. That is fantastic. Yep. That's an awesome t-shirt. There will be pictures of me wearing that t-shirt at the beer fest. Okay. We'll put them on Instagram. I will put them on Instagram and Twitter and all that good stuff. There you go. Yep. So here's the deal. Uh, we'll do some Michael Topias here in a second and then we'll get out of here. We're going, we're going a little bit long with it. We were just so jammed up so much to talk about. Uh, again, thanks you guys for liking and subscribing to the YouTube channel. Uh, I can't thank you enough for that. we New people are coming. It's 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 working, and it's because of the, uh, of you guys. Uh, tell your people about. Uh, tell your friends about the podcast. Tell your friends about the loftusparty dot com and the Flipside TV show. There's a lot going on, and if we're not if we're not actively, I don't want to get like Amway on you. Uh, however, if we're not turning people onto it, and if we're not sharing the videos and sending links to the podcast, uh, we have to act. We, this is something that's easy to do. You can click, 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 and forward it, and uh, it's a fun show. It's a good time, so there's no downside. And maybe someone will change the way they're thinking. Maybe somebody will go, oh, my gosh, uh, not all uh, conservatives or libertarians are these angry wackadoodles. They can actually have fun. Oh, my God. Uh, that just reminded me of something else. I can't bring it up. Hopefully, I'll be able to bring it up uh, next week. It involves Harry Styles from One Direction. That's all I'm going to say. Harry what? Styles, yes. Okay. Uh, I, that's a story for another day. Okay, so Michael Topia is, and then we'll, we'll hit the bricks here. Uh, the real world has a lot of crazy rules that we have to live by, but in Michael Topia, things are different. They make sense. So here uh, is this week's Michael Topias. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. In Michael Topia, if you are wearing a mask in your Facebook profile picture, I'm probably not going to accept your friend request. <laughs> I've had like three of these people, all these young ladies who suddenly want to be my friend on Facebook. And it's these very sultry pictures and they're wearing like those uh, eyes wide shut masks. And I'm like, I don't think you really want to be my friend. I think you want my credit card information so I can watch you undress. Just like those cam girls that follow you on Twitter. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. However, if you're a former porn star and you literally want to be my friend, uh, I'm all in. Let's do it. Absolutely. Okay. What do you got? In Michael Topia, the first lady's belt is not a news story. I'm down with this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like literally every time we come on, just in case there's something like going on right before we decide to record where we can at least, you know, talk about, talk about it, uh, a little bit. I'm scrolling through, and there must be seven or eight Melania Trump stories. One's about her belt. One's about like Donald Trump put his hand out to grab hers, and she missed it because she was looking in the other direction. And we caught her. And I mean, I'm just leave this poor woman alone. Just leave her alone, and leave her kid alone too. Some idiot yeah. on Twitter with a blue check mark last night. I wonder who's taking care of Baron Trump. Anybody remember the Obamas had kids? There's people to take care of the presidential children when the president and his wife travel. Good God, Val Valerie Jarrett is raising the Obama kids. Ew, ew. She lives with them. She lives with them. I thought you didn't she know was that? his nanny. No. 
Ha! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Val- I think Valerie Jarrett's doing a lot to raise those kids. That's Yuck. I don't want to – ugh. Uh, yeah, when when uh, the, pr- well, the former president, is, when I tell you what, <laughs> don't be don't be shocked. I won't when be. the former when the former president of the United States is on a giant super yacht vacation with a member of CBS News, and the lady from CBS News is like, "Hey, my vacations are private." Like seriously, you don't see how you're biased? Okay, we're going long. It's a whole nother uh, subject. I follow the first lady on Twitter. She does a ton of good work. It's all going unnoticed because everybody's like, oh, the fashion, the fashion, the fashion. And she's incredibly beautiful. She's a model. Literally, literally, she's a model. Uh, I think she's going to look good most of the time. She's doing great work. Follow her on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, Be our friends on Facebook. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Share those videos. You're wonderful people. More stuff next week. This week's uh, 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 Merchandise Monday, the water bottle. I love the water bottle. I'm getting one. I get everything. You get everything? I do. I love it. My messenger bag. I get so many compliments on my messenger bag, it's stupid. I've seen your messenger bag. I like it. It's fantastic. It All, all the stuff is good. All right. We got to rock and roll out of here. Uh, I will see you guys next week. Thank you. We love you. Good night. <laughs>